The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Jim Fox and Dr. Janine Fox. Our show is based on science-backed information on alternative and natural approaches to health. You'll hear the clinical pearls, real-life stories about real patients and situations. It all comes together so that you can live your best health. Now, here are the Doctors Fox. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for uh, joining us tonight on Live Healthy, Be Healthy. Uh... Tonight, I'm Dr. Jim. And I'm Dr. Janine. And we're so glad to have you with us. But uh, we always start out our first segment in uh, something we call In the, in the news. news. Yeah. Uh, interesting things are always coming out in the news. And this is something, this study that uh, just came out basically uh, this Monday, which is yesterday, yeah. came out of the proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences, which is Case Western Reserve is the one that did the work on it. We've always taught, I mean, if you go back to biology, they always teach you that. And physiology. And physiology. Uh, physiology in biology, I guess. When, you know, they talk about the blood uh, basis or, you know, delivering oxygen in, in our respiration cycle in, in humans is two gases. Oxygen in, carbon dioxide out. Right. Well, it seems like the guys at Case Western had a different view of this thing. Yeah, they've actually found that there's actually a third gas, yes. which is nitric oxide, yeah. that controls the release of oxygen from the red blood cells into the tissues that and, need it. Right. And what was interesting, some of the interesting things that came out of this little research that they did, uh, and it's not little, it's, it's obviously pretty big, but uh, what they found was even if your hemoglobin has a whole bunch of oxygen with it, you didn't have the nitric oxide, you then couldn't you get, offload Yeah, then it's worthless. Yeah, so to speak. Yeah. And so they're finding out that nitric oxide is actually a bigger thing than they thought. Much bigger. And nitric oxide has always been used in natural medicine to actually vasodilate blood vessels and to open up blood vessels mm-hmm. in order to increase blood flow. Because it does that very nicely, It actually. does. Uh, it does. The, you know, it, it interacts with something in the endothelial cells in the blood vessels and they relax, and the blood vessels dilate, more, more blood flows through, and, and so on and so forth. And, of course, we know that oxygen gets delivered, but more blood will go flow. Or we've always had that concept, but it found out now that it's actually a third gas that's right. involved, which is that nitric oxide. That it's essential. It's not just yeah. that it's helpful, that it's actually essential. Right. And they did some pretty neat uh, setup for this study. They took mice, and, of course, they always take mice, and they, they did a knockout on them, which they couldn't produce this nitric oxide. And they, they see how it happened. And when they did these things, there's something they called an auto, a blood flow autoregulation, which is kind of interesting because that's where the red blood cells actually carried and released that nitric oxide. And it, the nitrous oxide actually controlled what they call autoregulation, which means the red blood cells could get rid of their oxygen. Yes. And that's kind of interesting because they, before they've always kind of, didn't, didn't even realize that happened, you know. 
Interesting, interesting study. Uh, it is. And they even showed that there was actually implications for blood transfusions because they know in donated blood yeah. there's a lack of nitric oxide in the blood. Well, it and loses they've all, it. Yeah, yeah, it loses its nitric oxide over a certain amount of time. And they, they've always known that transfused blood does not work as well. Right. And this actually shows that their work showed that you know, after about two or three weeks, that, that blood starts to lose its ability to carry that nitric oxide. And, of course, without nitrous oxide, boom, you know, you, your They say it can actually be detrimental to you and not even helpful at all. It could actually cause clotting and Right. Really. So, I mean, the, the neat thing about this, it may even eventually lead to the banks. Right now, blood banks keep blood for six weeks yeah. when it's actually donated. Um, now, they're actually saying it really shouldn't be any longer than three weeks, according to the study. Yeah. Um, because the, the red blood cells are no longer flexible, and they can't squeeze through the little vessels anymore and carry oxygen. Right. And if you can't carry oxygen, that's the whole point of having right. the thing. And when you start looking, okay, this was what the study was done on. But, mm-hmm. you know, of course, when we look at it from a natural medicine perspective, um, what can you do to increase nitric oxide? Because oh. what we always say is it's always good to increase your nitric oxide naturally anyway. Right. And one of the things, that, you know, we've actually put together a formula uh, several years ago called amino, amino flow. flow and it was for increasing nitric oxide healing the endothelial lining of the vessels right. um it actually helps with blood pressure it, ha- it helps with a lot of different things mm-hmm. but it one of its main ingredients is l-arginine which well, l-arginine has definitely been shown to be one of the biggest in the nitric oxide the two biggies in in that uh, amino flow is of course a l-arginine and the other one's l-citrulline l-citrulline, and citrulline is a and yes it does come from the watermelon um, but citrulline actually can, is a, if you will, we looked at it as a timed relief, release version of arginine right. because it doesn't directly turn into arginine or into nitric oxide. It has to be converted into arginine, and then arginine converts into Right, so it does oxide. it slower, right. and so it actually you have nitric oxide over a lo- lo- longer, longer period, period of, time. of time. And that's why we put it in our formula. Right, because yeah. sometimes L-arginine, they show it's actually does its yeah. work and is gone in like an hour. Hour and a half, two hours yeah. tops. So yeah. it's actually shorter-lived, where yeah. the citrulline is much longer-lived. Right. And so therefore, we think that it works better, especially in regulating things like blood pressure. Well, we know from clinical use of the stuff that, uh, that it does. Yeah, know, oh, product, it works yeah. well. I mean, we've had, well. you know, of course, the biggest thing we, we made it for was cardiovascular. Mm-hmm. But then ED is also a big thing that men has found that it works for. Yes. But, <clears throat> because uh, anytime you increase blood flow, which increasing nitric oxide increases blood flow, then you help blood flow to everywhere. And actually, um, that's one of the ways that the uh, little blue pill works. Yep, it actually is. It, it, it doesn't actually increase testosterone. Everybody no. always thinks it might yep. increase testosterone, but it doesn't. Blood flow. It actually increases blood flow. Nitric oxide, right. But, you know, it's not something you want to take every day. <clears throat> but this was, that was a very interesting study because, you know, now we, we've kind of got confirmation that, that there really is more to it than this Right, and nitric and, oxide, it even mm-hmm. kind of insinuated that it's actually important, you know, it's always been looked at nitric oxide for cardiovascular. Right. But this is looking at it at a respiratory standpoint. Well, when you think about it, you know, people with COPD and so Right. I mean, it stands to reason that they have issues with uh, right. oxygenation and so on. And the amino flow is actually safe to take every day. Mm-hmm. Good thing about that is you can take it every day, and it does actually oh, help a lot of different we, things. We've got tons of people that, that take it every day, twice a day, morning and night. That's yes. the way we describe. That's the way we usually. We actually usually use dose it twelve it. hours apart because about twelve hours is about how long it's going to last yeah. in the system, 
And you kind of want it all the time because you want that blood flowing all the time. All the time. Right. You don't want it just in a couple hours a day. Right. That's true. Now, that brings us to another little thing that came up on the 13th, which was yesterday, same time. And it was about evidence for how green tea and apples could protect your health. Yes. And just so happens. Everybody that, knows those are good for you anyway. Well, it does, right. Yeah, they're, they're, oh, yeah. I mean, there's study after study showing right. that people that eat more fruits and vegetables and so on in their diet, you know, raw fruits and vegetables, that kind of thing, you know, fresh stuff, um, have much better health. Yeah, and lower chronic conditions. Lower, yeah, much lower. So if this, this particular thing was done, uh, see, it was done at the Institute for Food Research, something about the Norwich Bio, uh, Bioscience Institute's. And the, the fellow there that did it uh, was a Dr. Paul Cron, and um, his team at the found out that the polyphenols are phenolic compounds, which we've used a lot in which green are in tea. green tea and apples. Yeah, they're, they're in green tea and apples. And how they he looked at how they worked. I mean, we knew they were there, but how do they work? And it found out that it actually has a this it's a signaling molecule, if you will for what they call the VEGF, which is the vascular endothelial growth factor. And that actually, VEGF, actually triggers atherosclerosis. Which is not good. No. And it is, it's really a target for anti-drug, uh, anti-cancer drugs, too. Hmm. So, you know, it's, it's got a lot of uh, lot We of know that the EGCG in mm-hmm. green tea has had a lot of research for cancer prevention. Right. I mean, has. there's been a lot of research. When you start looking, green tea has tons of prevention anyway. Oh, I mean, it's I mean, it's it amazing, really, really does have a lot of good research out there about it. It really does. Um, one of the recent researches that we didn't use tonight is actually about how it makes weight loss. I mean, they've always known that it mm-hmm. increases metabolism a small amount. It's not like it... They say about 3 or 4%. Yeah, about 4% it increases mm-hmm. metabolism. So green tea is just a good thing to do. And if you don't like the taste of green tea, and it's not good if you load it with sugar. Nope. Um, which a lot of people think, well, we'll just load it with sugar, make it taste good. That's mm. not really good for you. So <laughs> no, you can take it in pill form. We do have a regular green tea that is very inexpensive. And then we have a high EGCG, right, right. which is actually more of the cancer preventative research is what it's based on. Yeah. Um, but we have that. We both have both of those on our website and just or, or drink you some green tea. Yeah, a lot of people like to drink green yeah, tea. Yeah, a lot of do. people do, but don't load it with sugar. Yeah, well, yeah. Obviously. Like I said, again, yeah. don't do that. Right. But they found that, that, that the ECGC, which uh, the EGCCG, right, okay, epigallocatechin gallate. I can say it better that way than I can. <laughs> the initials are a stupid thing. But uh, that's coming from the green tea. And then there's something called a proanocyanid, a procyanid that comes out of apples, apples, which is similar in structure to what comes out of grapeseed extracts, things like that, the proanthocyanidins, yeah. right, okay, similar stuff. And it actually blocks that uh, signaling to that VEGF. But then they found out that, you know, it's not just as simple as it looks on the surface. Right. They found out that these polyphenols. And, because even though the yeah. VEGF mm-hmm. reduces nitric oxide. Right. And, or blocking it reduces it. Right. They actually found that the polyphenols in these substances actually increase it. So, again, nitric oxide, which we just talked about being very good. I was going to say, we just talked about that, yep, didn't we? Yeah. Is also boosted by this as well. That was what was really kind of yeah. unexpected. Um, because they say that, you know, they know the VEGF actually stimulates nitric oxide. But when they target it, you know, like in chemotherapies and so on, it always stops that. Right. So, but now these polyphenols. This stopped the bad part of it without stopping the good part. Well, right, which so, is real interesting. So, hmm, nature wins again. That's right. Ah, how about that? 
All right. Something else that we came up with. And, and people uh, probably know this, if why? you think about it. Oh, well, they probably do. But this, is, this came out of, this is all way back, ancient history now, back in the 10th. Yeah, uh, which April is three 10th. Four days, we're going to write. Um, Duke NUS, which is a graduate school over in Singapore. Uh, Duke actually has a school there in Singapore. And they actually did some work on statistical work on eating out and how it equals high blood high pressure. Blood pressure. Huh. And, of course, what it yeah. showed was the more you ate out, the higher the blood pressure goes. Yeah. And so I think people realize that when they eat out, they actually, you really don't know what's in the food. Have no you idea. get a lot more bad fat. I mean, we talk about how you need the good fat, but you don't necessarily need the bad fat. Right. And they get higher caloric intake. I mean, when you look at some of these menus, and when you add up the appetizer and the meal, and you're eating three and 4,000 calories at a meal. You think that's too much? Can't be good for you. I don't know. But here they just proved that, it, I mean, just one extra meal out a week, one, raised the odds of hypertension by 6%. That's incredible. Yes. So one meal. One meal. And most week. people, how many do they eat out? Oh, it's more than one. So it's another reason to start cooking for yourself, cooking fresh. Right. Getting, you know, changing that lifestyle. I mean, mm-hmm. really, you know, Janine, you and I stress this all the time about lifestyle change. And, and it's a fact. We have to do that. Uh, if we don't change our lifestyle, you know, not much else is going to follow. That's no, because I mean, we t- I don't know how many times we tell people a day. Change, your especially lifestyle. when it comes to weight loss, which is the big thing everybody always wants mm-hmm. to know, is that there is no magic pill. That you have to change what you take. Take you in. Sure do. You have to take what you eat and how much you eat. All right, that's enough for in the news. We'll be right back. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. There's something special about Doctors Nutrition. Where else can you go to speak with an actual doctor without an appointment, without any cost, and receive consultation about your health? One thing's for sure. That kind of service is hard to come by. And with more and more confusion about Obamacare, Medicare, medical insurance, and the like, isn't it time that you exercised your right to choose when it comes to your own health care? That's why Doctors Nutrition is perfect for you. Doctors Jim and Janine Fox will sit down with you, talk about your health, order affordable lab work, and help you understand exactly what is happening to you. Then together, you'll continue the journey of living healthy and being healthy. And it's more than just words. It's evidence backed up by piles of relative research and years of practice. For your health, choose Doctors Nutrition. Call toll-free at 800-824-0194. Online at doctorsnutrition.com. There is a fact that we must all face. And that is that life happens. And many times it happens to involve different medical conditions. With the medical issues of life, there are at least a thousand different opinions on how to treat them. Not at Doctors Nutrition. At Doctors Nutrition, you get real answers that make sense. You get real information on how to treat medical conditions naturally. And maybe even prevent the issue from coming back. At Doctors Nutrition, you'll get practical advice on how to improve the quality of your life naturally and nutritionally. You'll feel much more comfortable knowing that the doctors at Doctors Nutrition are working with you to treat your condition. 
You can find Doctors Nutrition online at doctorsnutrition.com or on Facebook. And for Dr. Jim's comments about the latest health issues, visit doctorsnutritionmedia.com for podcasts, complete live healthy, be healthy shows, and more. Start your homework online or call toll-free at 800-824-0194. That's 800-824-0194. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are tuned in to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Janine Fox and Dr. Jim Fox. To reach our program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. We also welcome your emails to jfox at doctorsnutrition.com. Now, back to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Tonight on Live Healthy, Be Healthy, uh, as we promised, we're going to be talking about something called methylation. Right. And we're actually going to be talking a lot about an MTHFR mutation. Right. Which affects methylation. Well, that's the methyl tetrahydrofolate reductase. Right. Right. Which a lot of people have probably never heard of before. Or or maybe they have. Maybe they have. It is getting bigger. It sounds like something Weird Al would come up with. Exactly. It's Uh, when people are like, a what? You know, so... People, when we mention it to them, talking to them and patients, when we say, you may have this MTHFR mutation, they're like, what? (laughs) And Uh, we even have people ask their doctor about it, and they're like, what? You know, so they don't really, a lot of doctors don't even know about it. Well, you know, it's fairly (laughs) new, uh, I I guess, when you look at science. Well, if you look, genetics are fairly, I mean, yes, we've known about genetics for years. We've known Mm -hmm. that genetics play a huge role in health Mm -hmm. and wellness and you know, pretty much a lot about you. Um, but there's more and more that's being learned. And there's actually so much research going on in the genetics because they're trying oh. to find out ways to help problems. Right. And looking more at the genetics. Uh, you know, and that's, that's where this thing came up. You know, the way uh, Dr. Janine and I kind of got interested in this. Years <clears throat> ago, we started noticing people that had, would have a family history of a lot of cardiovascular disease, right. things like that. And there was a test that we did a long time ago, started looking into, especially those with that kind of issue, was the APOE gene set. Right. And, and that one does play a big part of it, you know. And that's a geneti- another, another genetic, genetic test, test right? that you can do. And, but, and then, but we, we've always done a test called homocysteine. Right. And that so, was kind of the key. You know, that's you one know. reason we got interested. We've always done homocysteine. Because homocysteine has been, there's been books written about it, whole books written on homocysteine. And it's ignored the, in, a lot in medicine. It was actually taboo for a long time in, in yes. medicine. The guy that did most of the research, uh, McCulley, uh, Wilmer McCulley, actually got run out of the National Institutes of Health, had to go to a different country. He's now back, change of regime, so to speak. And yeah. uh, a lot of his science was proven other than in the United States and kind of by de facto had, right. had to take him for his word. And right? homocysteine, we, you know, we've always, when we see it elevated, mm-hmm. we've always known that the way you actually can treat homocysteine is using B12, folic acid, B6, and betaine. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's all that's been known for years. That's one reason I think it's not looked at a lot in medicine well, is because right. there's not a drug that is not a vitamin well, that I think treats that's, it. I think that's what got Dr. McCuller in, in, in right. trouble to begin with because he, what he was offering to, was not a drug but, but supplements. simple vitamins. Yeah, yeah it's, it's supplements. And, and, but they actually found that it lowers it. Now, when we started you know, dealing with it years ago and we found these people with high homocysteine, 
it mattered what type of folic acid was used in the product. Yeah, you know, we saw some products that if it was just plain folic acid, didn't seem to work. Didn't seem good. to work very well. Uh, it might lower. Uh, I mean, a it, hair, a hair, but it was. It just didn't significantly. And then one with actually a type of folic acid that is a methylated folate can lower it dramatically. Right. So that's when we kind of started looking into why. And then you find out there's this genetic mutation. Right. And and it's you know we've done it on God hundreds of people by now. Oh um, yeah, we have. We we've checked into the genes on a lot of folks. And one of the things we found out when we started doing this, uh, and this test became available uh, probably, what, seven, eight years ago, something like that? Yeah. Um, and, and it's whenever we started doing the test, um, we found a lot of people that were having a mutation that, okay, they can't process folic acid properly. Right. And back then, you know, they, they looked at maybe 20% of the population had it, and today it's a lot more than that. Right. I mean, we think it's a lot more just because of the amount of tests that we do and the amount of people that we see with positive mutations. Now, there's not as many. There's, there's di- we're going to get into different types of mutations right. coming up. First, let's tell them what MTHFR is. Well, it's, it's actually a methylation pathway, or it's an enzyme. Right. It's called the methyl tetrahydrofolate reductase, and it's an enzyme that actually controls taking folic acid and what we call methylating it so the body can use it. Because regular folic acid, your body can't use. It right. has to be in what we call the methylated form and it's so the body can actually use it. Now, this, this particular enzyme pathway, uh, which is, we call it a pathway, but it's basically just a process. But this enzyme process that goes on in the body, if it's blocked for whatever reason, you can't use folic acid properly. Right. And a lot of times what happens is it can actually block com- from converting homocysteine into methionine. Right. And that's a, that's a process right. that goes on millions of times a, a second probably in your body every day. Right. Yeah. And if you can't do that, methionine is important in metabolism and muscle growth, and it's also needed for glutathione. Mm-hmm. So when you can't, when you don't have that enzyme, then you can't convert homocysteine into methionine. Homocysteine builds up. You have no methionine. Mm-hmm. In the long run, you have depletion of glutathione. Mm-hmm. And so it, 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 it's a cascade of events that well, it happens because you don't have this enzyme. And, and you brought up a really interesting point there about this stuff called glutathione. Right. Okay, that's, that's another one probably people haven't heard too much about. Glutathione. We've known about glutathione right. for years, for oh, ages. Yeah. It's so important in the body. But glutathione... And sometimes you'll see it listed as GSH. Uh, but it's basically three amino acids put together. And what it is, it's our body's natural uh, antioxidant, if you will. Right. It's and one you, of the most powerful yeah. antioxidants in the body. Right. And if you can't handle oxidative stress, which we've talked about right. before, if yeah. you don't have enough glutathione. Right. And glutathione is essential. And they're, they're even thinking some medical conditions. I mean, there's still so much like even Parkinson's, maybe a lack of glutathione. And when you start looking yeah. at, okay, what kind of conditions this mutation could affect? I mean, okay, if you have this, what kind of problems could you have? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you brought up one about the, say, Parkinson's. Problems. Right. Because if you can't methylate, there's something called tetrahydroboron, or BH4, they call it. Uh, Better Health 4, okay? But it's, what, it's, it's its nickname. But in, this uh, BH4, or tetrahydroboron, actually helps your body take something like tyrosine and convert it into uh, actual dopamine. 
dopamine is real important for those people with, with Parkinson's. They can't make enough. Definitely. And that's and what happens. it's not even one of the main things when no. you start looking at this mutation, Parkinson's really getting brought up. I'm just thinking no. if you look at what it does, but that's one of the things that I think it can affect. Interesting enough about Parkinson's, um, we just recently had a, one of our little clinical pearls, if you will. Yep. A gentleman came in, elderly gentleman, just been diagnosed with Parkinson's. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, okay, you know, there's a possibility that simple, sim- simply because we know the pathways or know the enzyme pathways, let's check you for this MTHFR. And I explained it to him about the methylation process and so on. He said, okay, do it. Sure enough, he came back with a genetic mutation. Yeah. I just got the results back today, I think. Yeah, Yeah. it's been surprising over the years how many people have, and we're doing more and more of the tests. Right. I mean, I would say, I mean, probably even over the last two years, we've done even more. Oh, it started, well, because we started clinically, we started seeing We started seeing the different, and we started seeing how different that doing, the good thing, there's a lot of genetic mutations out there. There really are. You start looking into genetics, it is so complicated, and there are so many genetic mutations. So many. There's literally hundreds of books been written. Now, a lot of them, there's nothing you can do about them. Well, unless... Some there are. Well, you know, here's the difference in... in, in uh, Get into genetics. You have to explain the the actual genetics, which is the genotype. And then we have something called a phenotype. Now, the phenotype is how you express your genes. And even if you have the mutation, it does not mean that it has to affect you if you have a... A lot of times, it takes, even when you start looking into it deeper, having other genetic mutations on top of this genetic mutation can make it worse. Right. So one might not be too bad, but you got three or four. Right. right And so you start having multiple genetic mutations, Mm -hmm. and then if you cannot methylate, which means you cannot detoxify... Mm -hmm. I mean, it how has many? A lot to do with detoxification. How many things are affected by increased toxins in the body? Well, if you th- yeah, just about, about everything. Yeah, and and how many times you know? I guess over the years we saw or had so many people come in and say, "I want something to detoxify me." Uh, what have you got? You know, what kind of detox formula have you got? Well, we got stuff that that helps detoxification, and actually, we did put together a our liver support and detox formula right years ago before we really got heavy into this uh, methylation thing. And we realized that phase one and phase two of the liver are the two processes that go on. And we had to have phase one to kind of slow down and take its time, bide its time a little bit, and let phase two work properly. All that's got to do with methylation. That's part of this methylation process. And methyl, I mean, like I said, it gets really deep. It gets real deep real quick. And unfortunately today... Medicine doesn't get deep. They take a symptom and they give you a drug. It does not, they don't look at why you're having the problem well, the or thing why it, you're having the symptom. All right. And, and you know, I'm going to step on medicine's foot here just a little bit and uh, say it. It's just, it's what it is. It's about the money. There's no money in selling a vitamin for fixing something like that. We got Although, although, listen to I this. Understand. The other day, now, there are some drug companies that's come out with vitamins that can actually help treat this right there are but Mm -hmm. i had one girl come in the other day her doctor had actually even told her she wanted her to take this medication which is basically the there's a couple different ones out there but it was it's b6 b12 folic yeah Mm -hmm. it's actually the methylated forms the vitamins so it actually does help with that Mm -hmm. her insurance denied it why said they wouldn't pay for it because it was vitamins well i be okay even though it was put out by farm do you know how much it would have cost her to pay out of pocket for that. I'm going to guess it would be several hundred dollars. It was three hundred and seventy-five dollars. Seriously, I was like, she was like, I can't afford that. 
Well, that's stupid. And what we have that was very similar in strength uh-huh. was 37. Oh, like the methyl CPG? The methyl CPG. Ah. 37. And Big I was like, yes, it's a very, she was like, well, I can do that. Yeah. I you know, that, that was her thing. I can do that. I cannot do $375. That's ridiculous. And I was like, I understand that. Uh-huh. And so even though medicine does have a treatment, so a lot of times it is unattainable to most people. Well, if Even it, though it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. It, it really shouldn't be. There's absolutely no reason in the world it should be $375. No, and I was telling people earlier, I said, I, I told somebody earlier, I, I think it might have even been a day, mm-hmm. that unfortunately, when you look at it, a lot of medications are pennies to make. Mm-hmm. Vitamins are not. Vitamins are more expensive than drugs to actually they, come up with most of them. I can't say they all. They really are. And, but you can't sell them for that. That's right. Yeah. All right. We're going to have to take a little break. We'll be right back. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. There is a fact that we must all face, and that is that life happens. And many times it happens to involve different medical conditions. With the medical issues of life, there are at least a thousand different opinions on how to treat them. Not at Doctors Nutrition. At Doctors Nutrition, you get real answers that make sense. You get real information on how to treat medical conditions naturally and maybe even prevent the issue from coming back. At Doctors Nutrition, you'll get practical advice on how to improve the quality of your life naturally and nutritionally. You'll feel much more comfortable knowing that the doctors at Doctors Nutrition are working with you to treat your condition. You can find Doctors Nutrition online at doctorsnutrition.com or on Facebook. And for Dr. Jim's comments about the latest health issues, visit doctorsnutritionmedia.com for podcasts, complete live healthy, be healthy shows, and more. Start your homework online or call toll-free at 800-824-0194. That's 800-824-0194. There's something special about Doctors Nutrition. Where else can you go to speak with an actual doctor without an appointment, without any cost, and receive consultation about your health? One thing's for sure, that kind of service is hard to come by. And with more and more confusion about Obamacare, Medicare, medical insurance, and the like, isn't it time that you exercised your right to choose when it comes to your own health care? That's why Doctors Nutrition is perfect for you. Doctors Jim and Janine Fox will sit down with you, talk about your health, order affordable lab work, and help you understand exactly what is happening to you. Then together, you'll continue the journey of living healthy and being healthy. And it's more than just words. It's evidence backed up by piles of relative research and years of practice. For your health, choose Doctors Nutrition. Call toll-free at 800-824-0194. Online at doctorsnutrition.com. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are tuned in to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Janine Fox and Dr. Jim Fox. To reach our program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. We also welcome your emails to jfox at doctorsnutrition.com. Now, back to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. 
And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight we're talking about methylation, and we've talked about it specifically about that MTHFR enzyme. The mutation. Right. Now, what are some of the problems that can go on if you have a mutation or if you don't methylate properly? Well, you know, we talked about that elevated homocysteine. Right. Homocysteine's a big one, and it's an easy easy level to check. It's a simple blood test. But what can it cause? It actually has always been known. Now, if you think about it, homocysteine for years was thought to just be associated with heart disease. Mm -hmm. They're finding out now that it actually has to do with dementia and other problems with inflammation. It does. So it's an inflammatory process. It's even been linked to things like difficult pregnancies. Yes. Now, they do Uh, know that. Birth defects, neural tube defects. you know, even even the inability to to hold a pregnancy, so people right. have multiple miscarriages, is something right. they can actually look at too. And, and as we mentioned before about that, uh, you, you, it impairs our ability to detoxify. Right, I think that's a key to the whole issue. Right, because if you don't detoxify, it can cause almost mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. Now they have shown that, of course, you know if and the thing is, is people that actually if they can't use folic acid properly, mm-hmm. and they're taking all this extra folic acid that is not methylated, right. it can actually build up and become toxic itself. So the, taking regular yeah. folic acid is not the answer. It actually causes more problems. Well, that brings us back to what we've talked about before about eating real food. Right. Because real food doesn't have excess folic, no. folic acid. No, and you see all these, especially cereals, that are oh, actually yeah. fortified with folic acid. But what do I say about fo- uh, fortified If it's food? fortified, don't eat it. Right, okay. Because that means they've taken out all the nutrients and then had to fortify it back in order to have anything in it. And this is just proof in the pudding, so to speak, that if it's been fortified with folic acid, you may not be able to handle it. Right. And if you can't, it's actually toxic. Actually, there's been some studies that showed increased folic acid has been linked to various diseases. And I think it's because you, if, right. if it builds up and you can't use it, it becomes toxic. It's toxic. And so you don't just want regular folic acid. And you don't want to just go out and buy, you know, buy your the cheap supplements. Always just have your regular folic acid in it. Always. Now, you know, we have, we have many, even our multivitamins, that have the methylated type of folic acid in it now. Yeah, and we're soon actually to be everything. soon to be everything. Mm-hmm. We're in the middle of switching anything that everything. we have with yeah. regular folic acid over because so much of the population has this mutation. But even the regular folic acid that we use is a natural form of folic right. acid. It's not, it's it's a not it's, acid. Yeah, it's right. not the, the synthetic folic right. acid. Right. Now, another big problem that's associated with methylation Depression. Is depression. That's mm. probably the thing that we see. They've even said when people come in and they say, you know, they have fatigue and fogginess and anxiety and mm-hmm. brain fog. Brain Hear fog and all this other stuff. It really could be an underlying methylation problem. Well, again, if you can't methylate those uh, neurotransmitters properly, right. you're going to have issues. That brings in. They actually found so that if you don't have the 5-MTHF, mm-hmm. along with some other nutrients that you need, then you can't create and process the neurotransmitters, which are your serotonin, your epinephrine, your norepinephrine, your dopamine, all the stuff that it actually you know, takes to actually be mentally stable. And you can't even process your other hormones. No, you can't. Like even, sex hormones. Even your sex hormones are affected. Your immune cells are affected. You know, you're, there are so many things affected by this little thing called methylation. And guys, pay attention. Testosterone's involved in that. Exactly. Mm. And they find that things like stress inhibit methylation. Yeah, the more stress you're under, the more methylation you actually need. Right. And then if you have this mutation, the less you can do it. <laughs> so that's one reason why, again, stress, is not stress then turns into more of the brain right. chemicals being even worse. And so one thing leads to another. Right. And so it can actually be a pretty severe problem with people. Well, you know, I, we have seen 
you know, time oh, and time definitely. again, so many people that were chronically depressed tried every SSRI known to mankind and a few that weren't and still didn't get the kind of, you know, relief from the depression and so on. And when you, we've tested them for this MTHFR pathway, we found that it was bad. We fixed that, gave them the right kind of supplementation. And guess what? They're not, better. they're not depressed anymore. That's amazing. It is. We, we yeah. see so many people that depression mm-hmm. lifts. With, and sometimes it takes high amounts and sometimes it don't. So it just depends on the person. Yeah, and everybody person is a little more. different. And later in the show, we're going to talk about treatment and doses and oh, yeah. how to do that. Mm-hmm. But first, we're going to talk about the different types of the mutation. Well, we're going to get into some genetics. Right. Genetics, genetics 101 here. Right. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, you, everybody gets one gene from the mom, one gene from your dad. That's the way it works. That's the way it works. Mm-hmm. And... So you can have a single gene that actually is defective, passed on by one parent. Mm-hmm. That which would be heterozygous. It'd be called a heterozygous. Right. And then you could have two genes. Well, actually, well, let's, it, let's step back yeah, up right. for just a second. There's actually two genes involved in this MTHFR pathway. There's two different kinds of two mutation. Well, actually, yeah, yeah. when you really get into it, there's probably 30, 40 different mutations, well, yeah, yeah, but, but there's two, the two ones. common ones. The two right. common ones is a, is a, a C677 and an A1298. Those two, the 677 and the 1298, are the two most common and the two most prevalent, if you will, that right. we watch out of that thing. And so you can have mom and dad could either give you one or, or two. Right. And you could either have... One of one kind, which would be a, just a heterozygous, you can have one of one kind from mom and one, one of one kind from dad. dad. Now you've got something called a compound heterozygous. Right. And or you could get two really bad guys from both and you've got something called a homozygous. homozygous. Which it's worse Ooh. when you have the homozygous mutation. When they're both the same, it is a worse mutation. It truly is. Because it t- especially on the 677. And should we share some information about that? What, about me? Yeah. I'm a double 677. <laughs> She's a homozygous So I do have the worst mutation that you can have. Right. <laughs> you really do. But I have never, that we've checked, had high homocysteine. And I think part of it is because I've taken so many supplements for so many years. And I've taken the treatment before I even knew I had it. Well, yeah. we did. I mean, this was back when you took B12 because, okay, you're supposed to. Right. Uh, and you know, I took the methyl tetrahydrofolate because just my whole family is prone to depression. And right. it's probably because of this genetic mutation. Could very well be. And yeah. so I've not had a problem with it, but that's because I've already treated it before I knew I had it. I was kind of shocked when I got mine back. I didn't think I would, I didn't think it would be that. But, um, and it does show that it increases cardiac risk. And it doesn't, you know, increase dementia. It does increase Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's. You know, and I, now it does increase autoimmune diseases. And I have had have, autoimmune right. diseases my whole life. So right. it has affected me. I mean, you can definitely say I'm sure that it's affected me, but I've done what it takes to actually help control it. Because a lot of the people that we see, we have not seen many of homozygous. Homozygous. They're not as commonly seen. No. We see a lot of compound heterozygous Heterozygous, or heterozygous. We see both those a lot. We don't see a lot of the homozygous, especially in the 677 mutation. Now, now I'm heterozygous for the 1298. uh, And... You know, that's something that, you know, if, if you look at that, it says, well, you know, it really doesn't necessarily mean high homocysteine. No. But in the one can. that they say means it more is the one that I have. Yeah, the 677. Um, and you'll read, even though, you know, we've read in sometimes where it says, okay, the 1298 does not necessarily make 
high homocysteine. Well, we've actually, we have one definitely a compound heterozygous that we actually recently, we, we knew to check her because she had such high homocysteine. Mm-hmm. So it does, we don't always agree with what the research says no. because we know what we see clinically. And we do see clinically that when you do something for it, so many people, their mood changes, their energy levels change. And so it does affect you. Well, it does, you know, and I think that uh, back to some of how we kind of got into this, when you start checking these folks, you know, and we would read in the literature that says, well, it really doesn't do this. But then when we see clinically, we see these people that have these mutations and yeah, it really does do this. Yeah. And they do have the depression and they do have these other issues that they have to deal with. And when you start taking family histories, oh yeah, well, grandma and grandpa and dad and uncle and aunt, all, all of them had that too. And that's the same genetic pathway right. that brought to that person. So, uh, yeah, we find that, that the clinical data doesn't necessarily jive so much with the research data in that respect because of the clinical issues. That's one reason we wanted to do a show on this is so right. many people don't know about it. And a lot of people could have problems out there. And it's, it's, it's estimated that up to even as much as 70% of the population could have at least one of the gene mutations. Right. Um, it's probably, it's probably a, a definitely, they say maybe 20% that has a double. Um, the homozygous for one. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so it, it's not as likely to have that one, but it's not that it's uncommon. It's not that it doesn't happen. No, it happens. We see it a lot. Mm-hmm. It's, it's actually rare that we check somebody that don't have either any mutation. I don't think we've ever checked. Yes, we have. Well, have. I've we? had quite a few. You actually. had some? Yes. Okay. I don't think I've ever checked. I actually one. had one come back, I think yesterday and I've had one, you know, so we've had quite, but we do yeah. quite a few of them. We and a lot, a lot of patients yeah. I deal with, a lot of patients he deals with. Right. So we actually. I get the bad ones. Yeah. <laughs> not always. <laughs> not necessarily. Uh, most of them. Okay. But genes are definitely, um, go yeah. into depth and you can have other, there's about 30 different, methylation what they call polymorphisms that you can actually have and if you have some of the other ones with them it makes it worse right yeah it does we're going to be talking a lot about all that as we go on and we got a you know another segment to go through but you know when you look at this you know we just wanted to we think it's that important because we're seeing it involved in so many different things clinically uh it's not just the depression uh, it's not just the cardiovascular disease and if, and if so you want to know, okay, if you want to know, do I have it? It's a simple blood it's test. It's a simple blood test. We do an MTHFR reductase enzyme pathway mm-hmm. test. It tells you what mutation you have. Um, so that is a way of doing it. There are some places on the Internet where you can just have it, raw genetic data tests done. Right. And, and we'll talk about that in the next segment. But, you know, I think the big thing that, to, because we want to spend a little bit more time on that, because we're coming up on a break here just in a minute or so. Uh, but some of these things, when you look at as much as they think is up to as much as 70% of the population, that means 7 out of 10 has some sort of genetic Right, and mutation. it may or may not be affecting you, though. Right, it but may or you, may not. But if you are having these symptoms and the problems, then you're the if, one if that wants to be tested. If you're having anything from chronic fatigue, if you've got Alzheimer's in your family, if you've got dementias in your family, you've got cardiovascular Cardiac. disease in your family, you want to know. Any of those things, it's time to start looking. Okay, we're ending this segment. We're going to have to uh, take a little break. We'll be back with the Lexford. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. There's something special about doctor's nutrition. 
Where else can you go to speak with an actual doctor without an appointment, without any cost, and receive consultation about your health? One thing's for sure. That kind of service is hard to come by. And with more and more confusion about Obamacare, Medicare, medical insurance, and the like, isn't it time that you exercised your right to choose when it comes to your own health care? That's why Doctors Nutrition is perfect for you. Doctors Jim and Janine Fox will sit down with you, talk about your health, order affordable lab work, and help you understand exactly what is happening to you. Then together, you'll continue the journey of living healthy and being healthy. And it's more than just words. It's evidence backed up by piles of relative research and years of practice. For your health, choose Doctors Nutrition. Call toll-free at 800-824-0194. Online at doctorsnutrition.com. There is a fact that we must all face. And that is that life happens. And many times it happens to involve different medical conditions. With the medical issues of life, there are at least a thousand different opinions on how to treat them. Not at Doctors Nutrition. At Doctors Nutrition, you get real answers that make sense. You get real information on how to treat medical conditions naturally. And maybe even prevent the issue from coming back. At Doctors Nutrition, you'll get practical advice on how to improve the quality of your life naturally and nutritionally. You'll feel much more comfortable knowing that the doctors at Doctors Nutrition are working with you to treat your condition. You can find Doctors Nutrition online at doctorsnutrition.com or on Facebook. And for Dr. Jim's comments about the latest health issues, visit doctorsnutritionmedia.com for podcasts, complete live healthy, be healthy shows, and more. Start your homework online or call toll-free at 800-824-0194. That's 800-824-0194. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are tuned in to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Janine Fox and Dr. Jim Fox. To reach our program today, please call 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. We also welcome your emails to jfox at doctorsnutrition.com. Now, back to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking about the, this methylation thing and this MTHFR. And when it comes to the testing, I think probably, Janine, probably the best thing to do is just tell them to contact us. Right, you know, contact us it. and we can tell you more about some of the other genetic ways you can get tested on the Internet. But we have a bunch of information to give out in case you have the mutation mm-hmm. and what you can do about it. That's and we only have one segment left, so Let's we're going to focus on what you can do about it. Because, right. right. okay, so what if I have it? What can we do about this thing? Yeah. So, you know, one of the big things, a lot of the things that you can do for it is good for overall health anyway. It's probably what a lot of people should be doing anyway, which they is... Should. Avoid processed foods. How can, how can we underline that on the air? Really? I mean... Just let's say it again. Avoid, avoid processed, processed foods. foods. Right. And of course, avoid envir- environmental toxins. Um, you know, That's harder to do sometimes. It is. But, but if, you eat, if you do the, the organic foods, stay away from that packaged processed foods, guess what? You're going to avoid a lot avoid of Avoid plastics. Plastics and some of the, the chemicals and cleaning products. Look at what you use. Right. Um, look at, you know, what you use on your hair and what you use on your fingernails and what you use on, you know, things that you use that daily. That hand sanitizer, uh, that yeah. triclosan that's right. in that. Mm, bad it's stuff. not good either. No, it's not. Um, avoid, you know, uh, like avoid toxins if you can. Now, another thing that you want to do is avoid things that block 
or deplete folic acid. And that is one of the biggies is hormonal contraceptives, which everybody that listens knows I don't like birth control pills anyway. And it's a big reason why is they're not good for you. And people with this mutation, and they're really not good they're, for you. They're not good for you in more way than one. Right. And right. another thing that interferes also with nutrient absorption anyway is antacids. And so a lot of the antacids can also make you worse as well as if you have this mutation. So, mm-hmm. again, don't do that. Right. Now, gut health is always important because that's where your nutrients are absorbed from. Yeah, that, I think any kind of health issue always has to start with the gut. Well, di- I mean, they always say health starts at the digestive tract. Right. You know, so if you want to be healthy, start the digestive tract. Has to you know, start do there. your good probiotics. Mm-hmm. Actually, make sure you... You, you eat properly. Don't eat the processed grains. Don't do the refined, refined sugars. sugars right. Don't do the harmful, you know, genetically modified vegetable oils. You know, be careful what you eat. Right. So think that's about a, Think about it. Don't yeah. just eat it. Right. Yeah. You, you know, and then some of the biggies for supplementation. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's some of the things that we got to talk about. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggies is do not do regular folic acid. There's there's a lot of different kinds of folic acid, and if it just says folic acid, it may right. or may not be the right kind. There's folinic acids and so on and so forth, and that's why you want to eat your green leafy vegetables. They got right. they got a natural they actually have a natural form. methylated form of folic right. acid. In it. So, it's but green, it's you good. do want the methylated form of folate. Mm-hmm. Now we have a few different ones. Now with if you have this mutation, and it depends again if you have one mutation, two mutations, you know the homozygous, heterozygous. Mm-hmm. Some people can actually get sick when they first start trying to do it because they're trying to detoxify and methylate when they can't. Well, you'll get into something they call methyl trapping, and that's a whole nother show, but let's just say it's kind of a complicated way of shutting things down. You over-methylate one part of it and don't methylate the other part, and this is a, this is a complex uh, scenario. It really is. Right. But that can happen. So we always say start slow. We start slow, and, we, and everything's and then, a building block. And then you can end up increasing it. We have right. some people for the depression, some of the research for depression for the 5-methyl tetrahydrofolate goes up to 15 milligrams, right. which is a really high dose. And some of them can't start out tolerating more it, than about one or two. One or two. So yeah. we usually start with something we call methyl CPG, mm-hmm. which actually has your methylated B12, the methylated mm-hmm. folate, mm-hmm. the B6, the mm-hmm. betaine, mm-hmm. all the things that you need to lower homocysteine. Mm-hmm. And actually help with methylation so we start there we start with one a day sometimes we have to go up to two a day and then if people are still having symptoms we can add just the plain methylated folate yes Mm -hmm. usually the b12 in there is plenty so we will add extra of the folate and you can i mean we have a one milligram we have a five milligram Mm -hmm. all right um so we can do it as slow or as fast as we want you know i mean so it kind of depends on the person whatever the person can tolerate depends on the person and then there's other things, and we've had on our show before, and we did mention the mutation and the methylation in another show when we had a show about building wellness with DMG. Yeah, we had Dr. Kendall on about right. that, right? Because he's been doing methylation. For years. For, for, for 30 years. Actually, and, and he's actually shown Roger, it to help yeah. autism and help, I oh. mean, actually help with, um, gosh, everything. You name it. Liver, kidney, mm-hmm. gut health. I mean, you start na- immune system, you name it. Right. The DMG can actually help recycle your methylated folate. Right. So it actually, if you take DMG, you may even be able to tell, take lower amounts of the methylated folate and uh, get the same results. That's what we tend to find clinically. Right. You know, these folks that don't have to take huge amounts of it, if they'll take the DMG, which is a dimethylglycine, 
Uh, if you take that DMG with it, you, usually they can take a lesser dose and still maintain good methylation all the way around. Right. And then even like you know, we mentioned earlier, that real important antioxidant, glutathione. glutathione. And if you have this mutation, you may, a lot of people want to take glutathione. Now, glutathione in regular form is very hard to absorb. It has to be a liposomal right. format. Right. It has to be liposomal. And so we do have a liposomal glutathione, and it's another thing that would be very helpful in people that actually have this problem. Um, right. Because there are there is help out there. They know that antidepressants, and depression is one of the things that we've seen with homocysteine. You don't feel like it's up, and you don't know until you have your heart attack, but still important to get down. Right. But with depression, you know it. You oh, can yeah. feel it. I yeah. mean, so the people that do get depression from it and ha- with this methylation problem, they can tell when they're getting better. And I think, you know, a lot of that, you know, a lot of those same type people, we run into these things like they talk about brain fog mm-hmm. and some of the other issues that, we, that came up, you know, the chronic fatigue syndromes, the fibromyalgia and all that tend to be linked to this kind of issue, too. Almost all of them have some sort of problem with some of this stuff right. that nutrition does definitely help in some ways and so on. So, yeah, it's really kind of interesting when you right. look at all of it. Because uh, if you're depressed, yeah. I mean, and in, in 50% of all people take antidepressants, it doesn't work. And it's something like what a, another show we did said 148 million people, people are on antidepressants. That's in the United so, States. Yeah. So there's other things you can do. There's things that you can do to help methylation. There's the glutathione. There's the DMG. And then we have other stuff that can help the brain chemistry if that's not enough. Yeah. Everything so, but from you tyrosine gotta, to dopamine. you got to start somewhere. We always said you start low and we can build in blocks. You add if you need to. And yeah. what we always say over and over on every show, check your lab work. Right. Know what you're dealing with. Know what kind of deficiencies you have. And fix underlying problems. You know, and I think that's a, a point that we want to belabor just for a minute here. On, on the, we got a few minutes left on the show. Uh, we see so many people bring us their lab work, you know, and, and bless you, you know, we're glad that you do. We're, we're, we're glad to look over it for you. <clears throat> but we see so many people say, well, they've done tons of lab work. <clears throat> really? When we, we get it in, it, it's usually not tons. Now, occasionally <laughs> we see somebody that's had a decent amount of lab work, and we, can go, time, we can go directly from that if they do. Majority of the people that we see has inadequate lab work. Very inadequate. To actually really see what the underlying problems are. That's true. I think that's a point we need to make because, like I say, a lot of times we see the, the folks think they've had something looked at, and in reality, there's been very little lab work right. done. And we do quite a few panels that have the homocysteine. Our panels are oh, on yeah. our website on doctorsnutrition.com. Oh, yeah. Um, all of it there. But we homos- at least do the homocysteine. If it's high, you know to look farther. You know, even yeah. I, matter of fact, we've had a lot of people come in, and they say, well, you know, I just had lab work done two weeks ago or three weeks ago or whatever. Okay, fine. Do the homocysteine. Yeah, you know, do that one test, and that will tell you if you got a problem. Because if you got a problem with homocysteine, and it doesn't, the lab range of homocysteine goes up to about fifteen. It does. Every research and book written on homocysteine says it shouldn't be over about seven or eight. Seven. So we do look at. You don't want it on the high end of the range, yeah. or you still probably have a problem. <clears throat> you have to keep it on the low side of the range, and and so that's that's why when we look at it. Even though a lot of these studies will say, well, these people didn't have it because it wasn't out of medical range. Medical range is, you know, one step out of the grave, you know. Right. So it's not now, good. we do see quite a few of them out of that range. And we they do. almost every person we have checked with them out of the range do have the double mutation. We certainly do. All right. We're coming up on the end of this show. Uh, we got to do one next week. Though, yeah. We? We're going to talk about hypertension. Hypertension. Ooh, that ought to be a good one. Yeah, hypertension. That's another one that affects millions of people. It literally does. So uh, 
know, join back with us next weekend. We'll talk about some hypertension, things you can do, uh, things you can fix. And how you can live healthy and be healthy. Exactly. Live healthy, be healthy, folks. Thank you for being a part of Live Healthy, Be Healthy this week. Please join Drs. Jim and Janine Fox next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Here's to your better health.